0: Boys, big question to ask you guys on this great week of all this change in the country.
1: Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Some guy made a big change to his name. Got so drunk that he uh, changed his name to Celine Dion. (laughs) Uh, Have you ever been so out of it on drunk? It doesn't matter that you thought that, you know what? I'm going to change my name.
2: See, the, the answer to this question is complicated because <laughs> I clearly have not changed my name, but I don't know that I have not thought about doing it. Like, I can't say that I've never been in the frame of mind where that couldn't have crossed my mind. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I gotcha.
1: It... I don't want to say it came close for me, not completely changing my name, oh, okay. but, but adding to it. And Chris, this might be a memory that you remember. This was years ago back at the Royal wedding. You had a Royal wedding brunch at your house <laughs> and I'm just fascinated with the Royal family and the whole process. And... A couple of friends started talking, and you can add Lord, the title Lord, to the beginning of your name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for a simple fee. And it's legally changed, and it would go on your passport. And I have I took a deep dive <laughs> into it for weeks after that and almost did it. It's very hard to tell which was the real ones or which are the fake ones. Uh, some offer you a six-foot-by-six-foot six plot of land.
2: Yeah, that that's is yours. right.
1: Um, and you are Lord of the Manor uh king of the castle and i almost i almost did that still haven't written it off to this day but very very serious a couple of years ago
2: but you own property <laughs> i do i just don't own that property and mean, i guess <laughs> i could still make that change none of dan's current property uh, uh recognizes him as lord of that property But they should. The house I live in. (laughs) Then again, if you own the property, you should be able to just like knight yourself if you want to.
0: It's true. Yeah. Oh, I feel like this is something that we need to look into. Like, are we sure that like you can't just add that to your title?
1: It's not in England. I got to start flipping houses over in England. That's what it is. It's that sacred, sacred royal land uh, to come with that title. But there's. You're right. There's no reason why we couldn't do that here, right? Just because we don't have a royal family. I someone can start it. Did you
0: wait, okay, so how much land do you have to own? Can you just own like a square foot of grass somewhere? Yeah.
1: It's pretty small.
2: It's it's but yeah, like I think through conversation, we kind of <laughs> we kind of poke some holes in this in this whole thing. They're like it sounds like basically like a something where they get Americans to spend money on land that doesn't actually exist.
1: Yeah. Cause they're like, you can come and visit it and stay in your little plot of land that you can't do anything besides stand on. They probably just have this like field that's like how many Americans we got coming in today to check out their land. Yeah. And then they just show them over to their little square and be like, yeah, this is it. This is I'm Lord of this plot right here. That's what makes me a Lord here in England. Probably so happens like a, that way.
0: So it's like a star. It's so like when people buy stars <laughs> right. for people. I'd rather have, be able to be called Lord than somebody buy me a stupid star somewhere. No, I mean sorry if one, one of you guys has had a star bought for you, but I find that to be really dumb. No, like
2: I can't say I have. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I need to have this I need this have this happen maybe before uh my wedding and I could be introduced as uh Lord and uh, and come in just like a like official royal you know, gear in the whole suit and everything that they have go full pay Prince, Prince Harry's out of there, man. I'll step in for a little while. I'll be the substitute parents for a while. Why not? Oh,
0: don't threaten me with a good time. (laughs) Let's go. That might be what you're getting, Dan. So (laughs) (laughs) I'll grab the mic at the reception. Like, excuse me, excuse me. Yeah. We are now
2: interesting. (laughs) Lord. (laughs) Lord Steel City, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Um, Okay, but real quick, before we start this, uh, what would you change your name to if you could?
1: Conor McGregor. Okay. I feel like there's some badassery that goes with it, and you can make a reservation just about anywhere, and if you don't show up as Conor McGregor, they can't really question it. It seems like it's a common enough... Name it has a nice, nice gusto to it. So I'll take Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor.
2: <laughs> I feel like there's no stronger or more interesting name than Enrique Iglesias. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that that might be what I go with. Goodness, I didn't expect that one. I can be your hero. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would change my name. This goes, it's funny you mentioned Lord because I would change my name in a heartbeat. To Sir, I no, I'm no longer Daniel Dudley. I would just be Sir Dudley, and that's that it. Like,
1: be knighted, Sir yeah. Dudley. See that goes along with that. I like that a lot.
0: <laughs> well, uh welcome to the show, guys. We got Erika Iglesias in Pittsburgh, and also <laughs> we got Lord Dan in uh, Pittsburgh as well, and me out here, Sir Dudley in California. Start <laughs> the brunch breakdown, Dan. Lord <laughs> Dan, cannot tell everybody where they can find the brunch breakdown.
1: Yes, of course, of course, my liege. Uh, you can find The Brunch
0: Breakdown. It's
1: going to go the whole episode. <laughs> uh, you can find The Brunch Breakdown anywhere you listen to podcasts. That's including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, uh, released every Wednesday. In this case, Thursday. It's a special Thursday release. So happy Thursday, everybody. Uh, and we also have the full video episodes that premiere uh, same day as the audio gets released on both our YouTube and Facebook channels, you can watch those live as they premiere uh, noon Eastern. Or those are also available anytime on demand. You want to go back and watch the videos as well, and of course, you can find us everywhere on social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Brunch Breakdown.
0: I love it. Well, today on the show, it is uh, it's it's inauguration day as we were recording this, so we're going to be talking about who would you have perform at your inauguration? We saw Lady Gaga and Jennifer Lopez get down today. So we're going to talk about who who you would have at your inauguration for whatever office that you would go to. We're going to be talking Powerball because Mega Millions and the Powerball, uh, yeah, Ooh. lotteries are huge Ooh. right now. Both of them are both almost at a billion. And we're going to be talking music genres and seasons, which is something I love to talk about because it, it really does matter. It really does matter. So we're going to talk about that with sports actually need fans as we've gone through this uh, weird year of no fans or actually it's been like a weird six months of like sports with no fans. Uh, we're going to talk about which ones actually need them the most and what we're listening to. Get it off your chest and Bruise Day starts right now. Chris, get us started with what you are sipping on. Got to get those weekly Brews Day picks out there.
2: Yeah, man. Um, I'm going to, f- f- for you guys, <clears throat> I picked a beer that I know I know the brewery that it comes from. all one. right. And so this is an, I didn't do, pick one that it's like I know the country that it's from. <laughs> Thank so, you, Chris. <laughs> and I did this specifically so Dee didn't have to tag Germany on Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In our Brew day post, uh, this is I'm bringing this one back. It's uh, from a, a brewery we've mentioned quite a few times, Hitchhiker Brewing. Uh, the Whole Punch Double Dreamsicle that's what i'm sipping on today and uh well because it's delightful and it does taste like an orange creamsicle which is you know just great but um it's one of the few beers that i have left in my beer fridge that i had like more than one of i try and keep at least one of each one and i'm mm-hmm. like i said i we're we're probably doing a beer pickup this weekend because it's getting it's getting dire in the beer fridge we need to restock <laughs> I love it. Is it good? It's fantastic. Oh, it, that, it is oh, it very good. Dan, have you had this one? I have. It's absolutely wonderful.
0: Yeah, it's really, really good. I am jealous. All right. Well, guys, it. Uh, I can't really relate to your weather. It's been 90 degrees here for the past week. It's been beautiful. But Ugh. here's the part that sucks about it. All you can do is go for walks. Can't really do anything outside of your neighborhood. Everything's closed. I'm afraid the sand has coronavirus. I can't go to the beach. So I wanted to get as close to the beach as I could. Santa Monica Brew Works IPA. I love this IPA. It's a really cool brewery in Santa Monica. I love Santa Monica. You guys love Santa Monica. So We've had brunch literally with our toes in the sand in santa monica and uh yeah i just had to get it i literally i saw it at the grocery store and i'm just like trying to pick what i want to drink and i was like you know what i just want to try to be in santa monica in some way so this is what i'm sipping on this week santa monica Brewworks, beach brewed ipa
2: i pray i can appreciate that I can yeah appreciate that. wonderful wonderful
1: is, uh, uh, still jealous of your weather um but <laughs> So so with my beer, it's funny. I actually tried to get the sense of a little bit warmer weather than we've had. We've been heavier into stouts and things like that. You get that, but you need that change up in winter and need to bring a little bit of that spring, summer feel. And so I'm introducing a brewery I haven't featured yet here for Brews Day, another local Pittsburgh brewery, uh, Hop Farm. And this one is called Party Wolf, and it's got a wonderful can to it. Uh, This is a kettle-soured ale uh brewed with rhubarb so give you a little bit of that rhubarb you know thing makes you think of a strawberry rhubarb pie that type of thing you're getting that in the summer you've got this wild badass can shouts out to friend of the program and listener tyler I actually hooked up this one for a while ago been sitting on this one for a little while knew it would be good glad i held on to it for a little while um, because of the taste and the flavor profile, it is. It's a great rhubarb flavor. It's not overly sour. It's not overly tart. It kind of has that nice, rides that middle line uh, nicely. And it's got a little bit of funk. The one thing that Hop Farm does is they do, they provide you with a little bit of that funk. And if you've never had a funky beer, you need to have a funky beer to know what I'm talking about. There's a couple of breweries that specialize in funk because Uptown Funk going to give it to you. And this beer will give you a little bit, a little bit of that funk just on the back really really nice. Love the Party Wolf from Hop Farm. So, that's what I'm drinking for booze day this week, boys.
2: I got I got I got two comments. Oh, please. Uh number 1. I'm friends with Tyler too. So, Tyler, like if you're listening, I would love to network with you. My <laughs> beer fridge is is empty. Dan has 250 beers yeah. in his beer fridge. Uh help a guy out. It's a also, wonderful wonderful partnership. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. Do <laughs> you have like a dis- t- discount code with Tyler that right. I can use there? <laughs> Jesus. Also, rhubarb is a fantastic word to say in a Pittsburgh accent. So yeah. more Pittsburgh breweries should brew with rhubarb. Brew with rhubarb, bud. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. I came with a dash of rhubarb.
1: Is that just rhubarb or is that like a funky rhubarb you got
2: there, bud? <laughs> Classic, God. classic Lord.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I want to know what is a funky beer. I I don't have I had I don't know if I've had a funky beer. I want to know what a funky beer tastes like.
1: You probably haven't. It's the way that it's uh, fermented, and it's usually associated with more sour type of beers. And it's hard to really define what funky means other than funky but you have to like it i think it's a it's a flavor profile that most people don't like when they first have it but it's certainly it just has a little bit of an extra funk to it okay i guess it 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 does i'll I'll send you out some funk i'll send some funk your way so you can get a taste of what that's about
0: yeah and also tyler i'm your friend i'm your (laughs) friend too like I talked to your wife on the phone for a long bit of time. Like I need you guys to send me stuff. Like Dan can't be the only person just using Tyler. Like since we're going to do this every week, it's coming from Tyler's fridge or Tyler's special stash. Like, like Tyler's special. Yeah. Yeah. I want the Tyler special too.
1: Yeah. We have some nice trades. It's a great trade agreement. You have to get in on it.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, that was Bruce day boys. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers! Let's get it going. Ha. <laughs> Love. Love, Brews Day. Well, boys, let's uh, get random topics off our chest. If it's your first time, you're listening to The Brunch Breakdown. This is where we get these things off of our chest that have just been on our mind all week, all day, whatever it is. So, boys, get it off your chests. Chris, get us started.
2: I'm so ready, and I'm so glad that you picked me first. Okay. Let's go. One of the people on this episode is an expert and is going to be able to deliver me with some answers that I need, okay? That expert is Crazy Dan the Grocery Man. Dan, I have a question yes. for you. Yes, Lord Grocery Man, let's go. <laughs> Lord Grocery. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, uh, I have a bone to pick with the grocery industry. Okay. Uh, and tell me if I'm right do grocery stores and like wholesale places like Costco and stuff like do they move things around just to screw up my path through the grocery store like just to like try and get me to look at shit that I wouldn't have looked at otherwise like is that why they periodically move things in grocery stores there is often
1: good reasons that you're not supposed to know about why they move things around. Sometimes it's for ease of the employees, depending on what the item is, how often it needs restock whatnot. But yes, other times it's, we have to get this foot traffic in front of this area. That's not getting enough foot traffic. So let's move that thing around and hopefully get some more eyes on it. So it does happen.
2: I'm a big fan of routines, you guys. Uh, The two of you probably know that. For the listeners that don't know me as well, I love my routines. Big fan of them. They kind of help my world go round and my days clickety-clack the way they should. Um, I went The last two times I've been to Costco, which, mind you, I've been trying to space out when I go to Costco because there's a global pandemic going on and I'm kind of afraid of most people on this earth. I have a specific route that I go through Costco. And I know the stuff that I need to get. And that's perfect because I want to get in and out of there as quickly as I can. The last two times, which means the last two months that I've been to Costco, they've moved shit around on me. And I spend like an hour in there when I want to be in and out. And I feel like right now during a global pandemic, we're at the height of it. Okay. Now's not the time to be doing that. Now's not the time to move the size three diapers next to the bread. Why would they be there in the first place? That doesn't make any sense, okay? I'm I'm really... I don't have a positive spin to end this on. Normally, I do. I'm just... I got a bone to pick with the grocery industry and listen, now's not the time. Now's not the time to be doing that. And I want you to know, like, as we're looking at Zoom, I stared at Dan for the entire time.
1: Yeah. He's uh, really
2: mad
1: at you. I, I mean... <laughs> I take no responsibility as, as, as we do with the brunch breakdown, we take no responsibility in tomorrow. I take no responsibility in that. Um, I think it, it accomplished exactly what they wanted it to accomplish. So you said you spent like an hour in there trying to figure things out and that's wonderful. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. Then You're getting hungry and then you need to pick something up else up because you're eating, you're eating with, you're shopping with your stomach and you're, you're doing it that way. I find it more interesting with Costco though, because of how they're, their rack system works with their overstock is just like a complete and utter disaster. So I feel like it's laziness on the part of Costco where they were out of the diapers there, but the extra ones were a couple aisles down. So let's just move some bread over and find some room and just put it there. That wouldn't surprise me if those folks did that that way.
2: Two months ago, they put the dog food where the bread was and the bread where the dog food was. Like they just swap spots. That's stupid. Okay. I know what you're doing. And then this time, the diapers, which are at the front of the store, were at the very back of the store right next to the bread. Like, I get, I see what you're doing, and I don't like it. But, mm. but it did work. That's all Dude, I can say.
0: Uh, one thing I have learned um, since having children is, like, in every Target, the baby stuff is in the middle of the store. So whether if the Target, because there's one Target next to me that has, like, two floors, Is another Target. It's all one floor. It's still in the middle of the store. So you have to pass a billion different things to get to the baby stuff. So every time I go to Target, my wife's like, why did you come home with X thing here? Well, because I had to pass it. Like I had to pass the Doritos. I had to pass this. I had to pass everything just to get to the babies. I have to go walk past it. So it's like they do this stuff on purpose and it's not fair. It's,
2: it's really not. not. It's not it's fair. It's really not. No. I agree. And like I said, timing is everything. Right now, I feel like it's not the time. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, get it off your
1: chest. I love it. I love it. Uh, This week, boys, I went through something really for the first time since we've been stuck at home for the better part of every hour of every day. And our power went out. Our power went out a couple of days ago. First of all, not great to happen in the winter really not good. (laughs) It just gets cold. Okay. Really cold, really quickly. But typically in a normal time, when the power goes out, like at work, that means you go home because you can't work if they know it's going to take a while. And I've had that happen when your power goes out at home and you're working from home. That means you have to go somewhere to work. It's like the complete opposite. You don't just get the day off. It's like, What happened? You just said home without power, go somewhere else. That was really inconvenient. And I really, really hate it. And the thing that made it even worse is the power company's website went down when the power went down, (laughs) the whole website. So we couldn't get updates on when this power was coming back on. Do I need to make plans for the entire day? My fiance had to pack all of her shit up and go somewhere else to go work because she can't be off of work for that long. I thought I was, I'm going to wait it out a little bit longer, see if we can get an update. Took forever to finally get an update. Had to leave. I was like starving. I couldn't even get, like, all I could have is water. It's terrible. It's terrible. Usually when the power goes out, we're not home. It's at night. It's not a big deal. It's It's a flash in the pan, whatever. But for multiple hours, what the hell are we supposed to do when the power goes out? I don't even know. I don't even know. And I hope it never happens again because there's already not enough things to do right now. And if we have to try to like read or something like that, forget (laughs) it, forget it. There were people in my neighborhood. You wouldn't believe how many people were outside walking and it's in the, it's 20 degrees here. Like guys, how cold, you know, or how long does your power have to be out before you would get up and start walking around in 20 degree weather? For me, it's. Multiple, multiple hours. These people waited like an hour. They're like, I gotta get out of my house. I can't do anything. It was insane. It was insane. It drove me nuts. I did. I had to go somewhere else and, and work for a couple of hours. Really, really inconvenient. Really inconvenienced by the power company for their website to not even work. Oh boy. So it's been it's 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 been a week, boys. It's it's been a week and I just had to get that off my chest.
2: I'm telling you, timing. what I say? There's a time and a place now. It's not the time,
1: not the time for power outage. just in for the website to go down. I mean, but honestly, how, how long would the power have to go down in your homes for you to just say, we're going to go around and walk outside in 25 degree temperatures?
2: No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Days. We just, when our the answers we, days, <laughs> the, uh, we just drive to my, cause like my parents are 20 minutes away. We just go to their house if, when the power goes out. We're not saying here in the cold. We're certainly not walking outside. Come on.
0: I would go sit in the car with the heat on <laughs> before I did that. I, that's honestly, I'd, I'd put both kids in the car seats like we were going somewhere, but not go anywhere. We'd just sit there with the heat on before I went walking around. That's, that's, that's the right weird. Move. That's yeah. the right move. Yeah. I'd be yeah. nervous living around these people,
1: Dan. I don't know. Yeah. And they are older people not making the smartest decisions in the world right now no so we survived <laughs> we made it
0: well boys i want to get this off my chest uh again i miss my friends this happened we talked about this earlier when we first started this podcast i feel like this was the first thing i said i would get off my chest was i miss my friends uh and i didn't realize how much i missed them because i talked to you guys every week on this on this podcast but i've been doing this thing for work or interviewing a bunch of cool bunch of people who do some stuff and talking to some of my friends and I saw my friend Bethany on zoom and I was like, holy crap. I haven't seen Bethany in forever. And it really like shook me. Like I literally got chills. I thought I was like going to cry or something, but I didn't. I was like holding it back. I was like, oh my God, I haven't seen my people in a very long time. And also I was looking for a video on my phone and it went back to Coachella 2019 and it's a performance of Lizzo. And I was like, wait, that was in 2019. So wait, We are not going to be doing that for, like, three years? This is insane to think about. It's, like, I'm forgetting how much time has actually passed between, like, just because of, like, the way that this year went. Because the way that, you know, my year's kind of scheduled, it's really like, all right, I go home in the summer. Like, that's what I do. I live 3,000 miles away, so you got to go home in the summer. That's what I do. And... I didn't do that this year. So it's like, I just missed a year in change of people. And it feels like I'm going to miss two years of this. So it's really weird. And like at the beginning of quarantine, we were very into zooming Everyone was FaceTiming. Then it kind of stopped. I feel like we need to get back on it guys. Cause I don't know how long this is going to go and we all need to get back on it. So if you were somebody who was hitting up your friends constantly at the beginning of this, start doing it again. We need to have huge zoom parties again. We need to do all this stuff again. And it sucks because, but like you, I watch the news and I'm like, I don't know when this is ever going to change again, when we're ever going to see each other again. So it's like, we got to do this all, all over again. So the way we got to make it March, 2020 again in 2021, because we all got to do this again. So I got to get it off my chest.
2: Well, Dan and I were talking before we hit record here about like, There's only a few football games left, and then on Sunday, we're going to be like, well, what the hell are we supposed to do on Sunday? Maybe that's the day to do it. Maybe when football ends, start Zooming your friends.
1: I like that. Yeah, because we were talking, at least Sunday was something, whether your team's in or not, you look forward to the NFL playoffs. The the biggest thing on TV was, okay, we can schedule Sunday around that. We at least have that on Sunday. A couple weeks from now, yeah, that's gone. You know, the NBA and the NHL are back, but there's not – you don't schedule a a weekend afternoon necessarily around that to occupy your time here on the East coast. It's so damn cold. You can't go outside to do anything, even if you wanted to. So yeah, maybe the, the Sunday zoom sessions, you're right, DD, especially those, there's a lot of people that don't use things like Instagram and Snapchat to kind of give you those flashes into their life or even just their face. It's always this way, but it's never back at them. So you don't really get to see what's going on with them in their life. Uh, So when you see those people, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, Wait, wait, how you been? So, yeah, need to do more of that. I'm I'm in favor. Yes,
0: yeah, got to get on that. And that's just a, you know, I'm, I'm saying that to us. I'm saying that to anybody listening, it's like got to get back on it because, man, dude, I did not realize how much like you start realizing how long this has been going on. Like you mentioned the Super Bowl. Like if you went to a Super Bowl party last year, like that's the last Super Bowl party you're going to for, you know, till next year. You're We're not going to, to come up on that. Year.
1: We're starting to come up on that last event. Yeah, we're starting to come up on the last event that you attended last year was probably in February, maybe March, like that last concert is coming up in March for me, we're almost there. Again, you're kind of having a a reunion of sorts to commemorate that, uh, that last one. And, and here we are still here.
2: Well, I just put it as like, Dan, how many miles away do you live from me, Dan? Like, Five. Probably, yeah. I was gonna
1: say six or seven at the most, maybe via yeah, five or six.
2: My daughter is gonna be turning six months old, and Dan has not met her. <laughs> he lives six months, six miles away, and she's gonna be six months old. Yeah, and like, like that's you know that shit's crazy. Dee had a Dee has had a whole another child, and like yeah. we haven't gotten like it's just man, shit blows my mind.
0: Yeah, it's that, and and I was I was, I was actually talking to my parents about this last night, and I was like, the last time you guys, because they're talking about, like, oh, we haven't seen Major yet, it's, like, hard, and it is hard, it's hard, you know, it's hard for everybody, in-laws and friends and all that stuff, but it's like, Saoirse is a completely different person since the last time anyone saw It's <laughs> like, she's not even the same human being, <laughs> like, it is wild since the last time so many people have seen her, like, it is insane what she is like now, and that's the that's the craziest part for me. It's like, people are going to see her and be like, who's this child? Like, that's not the little, like, she was just like a little nugget. The last time most people saw her. And then it's like over quarantine. It's like, all right, I'm this tall human. So (laughs) with all this hair, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's crazy, man. What a freaking weird year. Back to to zoom parties. Let's get them going. (laughs) All right. Well, let's get into the main course guys. Um, inauguration day uh shouts to joe biden shouts to kamala harris shouts to everybody who went to dc today which i don't know about you guys was a little uncomfortable because i don't feel like they should have had it i feel like we should have done this virtual situation have everybody kind of zooming in i don't know why they thought there they need people
1: to- still getting a little close they all had masks on but they yeah. were they didn't really care they were still getting getting a little close
0: yeah garth brooks hugging everybody after he sang he hugged everybody. So if all of a sudden we hear that, like, Obama has coronavirus next week and George Bush has coronavirus next week, it's going to be because of Garth Brooks. Just <laughs> letting everybody know. But uh, one of the things we I have fun talking about is music, of course, on the Brunch Breakdown. And the inauguration has always has performers. So I'm wondering, guys, Lord Dan, when you get your lordship, Chris, when you become the governor of Pittsburgh. When I become the governor I don't know of Pittsburgh, what office I want to be
1: that'd be a hell, oh. of, hell, of, hell of a position to hold. <laughs> the, your. the
0: governor of Pittsburgh, the mayor, the mayor of Pittsburgh.
2: I don't when want I become, that job. No, no, no. I don't want that. Job. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with governor because that doesn't exist. I'm governor, yeah, governor of, of South Pittsburgh. Fayette. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All
0: right. Yeah. Since we're making titles, yeah, I'm the the president of Wellsburg, West Virginia. Um, there you go. Who's performing at your big inauguration event? Have you guys thought about this? Because I'm absolutely. Who's singing the national anthem at your inauguration? Chris.
2: Oh, good Charlotte. But they're singing. (laughs) But they're singing the anthem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're singing my national anthem, which is their anthem, which is the anthem.
0: Yes.
1: Wow. Love it. That's really good. I just went with Christina Aguilera. Because I've okay. heard about it out before, and we got you got to get a little four one two seven two four pride, love up. The pride of Wexford, the pride of Wexford, you got to have that. That that bloodline, you know, runs deep, and I gotta I gotta have that with me at least for the anthem.
0: Yeah, for me, uh, I mine kind of goes on the route of Chris. I am having Mano come sing all the above, which is my national anthem. There you go at uh, my inauguration because that song, man, I'm telling you, it, it's still. It, it still gives me chills. Like, when you hear the beginning of that song, like, I don't know. Some people may say it's osei oh, Can You See that gives them chills and gets them ready to do it. No. When I hear that, when all the above starts, may know at my inauguration for sure. That sounds That's
1: awesome. good. I love Very it. Very good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh let's see who else would you have perform at your at your inauguration cuz today the 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 playlist was all over the place. There was like This Land Is Your Land, there's Amazing Grace. There's A lot of things going on, but who else would you have perform at your inauguration, guys?
2: I would kind of turn it into like my own personal favorite Warp tour, I think. Okay. You know. Um and I've and thinking about this one, I kind of centered it around one concert that I go back and, and watch from time to time uh, of Blink-182 back in the year 2000. Uh, you can search for this on YouTube. Big Day Out, Blink-182. They performed in Australia, and it's just like quintessential Blink from back in that time. They say really inappropriate stuff. They're really funny. They're like not great playing the songs, but you love them anyway. And like, if I could make my inauguration one performance, it would be that. If I had to expand it and like make it a festival, it would be like probably that early two thousands era of the Warp Tour. I think is what it would be like.
0: Ooh, inauguration festival. Let's go! <laughs> Ooh, I'm here for that. Yeah, the cap. I like it. That would be sweet.
1: <laughs> for me, for like the, you know, God Bless America and the Amazing Graces and things like that, you know, I'm bringing in T-Swift. Uh, Taylor is definitely going to have a place at my inauguration to to sing one of those softer melodic songs. But then we're o- opening it up, going big time. Beyonce, the headliner, no question. And she's running back her Coachella performance from... <laughs> Didi, what year was that? I got to look at that.
0: 18.
1: Three years ago now. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. It'll end up being three years ago. from. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and yeah, she's, she's running that whole thing back. Uh, and it'll be kind of like that festival type of atmosphere. If we need a day two headliner, we're going to throw 21 pilots in there. But Beyonce is going to absolutely steal that show and, and rock the inauguration.
0: Okay, I'm loving this. All right, for Inauguration Festival Night 3, because we've already got (laughs) Night 1, we got Night 2, might as well for Night 3, I am forcing Kanye and Jay-Z to get together. I am putting a presidential, I am making Congress sign it, and I am forcing them to get back together and just literally perform the entire Watch the Throne tour. We don't need all these speeches. I don't need to hear from Amy Klobuchar and all these other people who were talking. I don't need to hear you speak. I do not need to hear you speak. I'm the president now. Like I don't need to hear this. You swear me in on whatever huge bible that they had for joe biden today which is just humongous and then it's a and then it's a show and i want kanye and jay-z just doing the whole just doing all their hits together and forcing themselves to like each other again for the president of wellsburg west virginia (laughs) me that's what i want i I am dude this is a great it was 2003 rewind night one we've got We've got Beyonce and Taylor Swift on night two. We've got Jay-Z and Kanye on night three. This is Wow. I didn't know this was gonna turn into a festival, but
2: <laughs> it happened and I'm here We're for it. Campaign's up. Let's go. We'll make it happen. Well, they do it on a Wednesday. Let's just start Wednesday, take it through the weekend, you know? I like it.
1: Ooh. Yeah. All the little parties in between, you
2: right. know? Right. Wow. Yeah. Who One would you
1: a- uh with the inauguration today, gentlemen? If you had a job. Would you rather be the guy Now there were two guys that did it, the guy or girl that opens the door for everybody as they get introduced? Or would you rather be the guy who, <laughs> who was right up to the side of the podium with a little pack of wet, uh, wet wipes, Clorox wipes that wiped the podium down between each speaker? If you had one of those jobs, what are you taking?
0: <laughs> I would be the guy who opened the door. For sure. That guy who was wiping off the podium every two seconds, that was, I mean, shouts <laughs> to them for doing it because that's something that people could have like absolutely just not noticed throughout the whole thing today. But like, that guy's going to be sick. <laughs> he's he's going to be sick. I feel really bad for that guy. I hope he has to quarantine for like 21 days after uh, and he doesn't have to be around his wife or kids or anyone. <laughs> I don't want that job.
2: I got to go back and watch. I didn't watch it today, so I didn't see either of these guys. I feel like I would be the doorman, doorman, but I want to see this wipe guy in action. Oh, yeah. The thing with the, the the Clorox wipe guy, he had the best seat in the
1: house. He's right there by the podium, and they're all waiting on him every time he's got a lot of power right there. You're right. <laughs> Hopefully he's quarantining afterwards to be safe, but he had a great seat. He had a great seat, so it's, you know, it's hard to not argue that uh, he would have a great job as well. No,
0: it was impressive, Chris. Like, because if you
2: <laughs> I'm seeing it on Twitter, <laughs> they're calling him the White Master General. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wait, I want to be the White Master General. Can I change my pick? It- it's title now. I'm I'm White Master General. Let's go.
0: Yes, wipe Master General. And you're you're used to wiping stuff. You're a dad now, so yeah, you're <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, it was It was super, it was just super funny. Like every time he just like popped up and they were trying to like, they were trying to cut away and he's just already there, like <laughs> already going in. And depending what feed you saw, like as if you were watching, um, because I wasn't watching C-SPAN, but people were saying, if you were watching C-SPAN, like you got to see him really in action, like go oh, to work. I love it. Yeah, because all the stations were cutting away, but C-SPAN is C-SPAN. They're like, no, no we just give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was fun. Inauguration festival. Is that how you would want it or are you into more of the traditional stuff? Let us know at Brunch Breakdown on social media. All right, well, since we're talking about music, let's keep it going. Um th- it was really cold, guys, at the inauguration. Uh snow. A lot of snow coming down. And I want to know, Chris, why did you bring this up in the uh in the Brunch Breakdown group message? You brought it up, music and seasons. Tell us about it, sir.
2: Yeah, I, you know, I I honestly don't know one specific reason why. It's just something I've thought about uh, periodically over the years. It's like, I tend to gravitate to different genres of music based on the season. um, Because here in Pittsburgh, we have four seasons that can be great or brutal, depending on what time of year you're in. And right now it's a little bit brutal. But, uh, you know, like the season can affect your mood and and so i think there is very much like music depending on the person it can be completely different from person to person but like depending on the person there's music that you insert into different times of year so i just threw it out there into the group chat and uh and here we are now we're going to talk about it what do you guys think is there did anything stick out to you winter spring summer fall like anything that you tend to gravitate to a genre
0: Oh, for me, it's like I don't want to hear anything. And it's not even a genre. It's like in the summer, I don't want to hear anything that is like even close to being sad or depressing. Like, I don't even, I barely even want to hear any kind of slow music in the summer. It's just, I will skip it so fast. And it's like, I love every genre of music, but it's just, I'm not trying to hear just certain songs. Like, I want to hear drinking songs. I want to hear partying songs. I want to hear girls talking about boys. I want to hear boys talking about girls and whatever. I want to hear all the fun summer music people being at the club and all of that stuff, you know, but like in the winter, that's different. But in the summer, I, there's just certain it's really summer for me. It's like, I will skip a song in a heartbeat if it comes on in the summer There's just some songs I just don't want to hear.
1: I couldn't agree anymore. And I'm the same exact way. I don't need anything slow, anything even lyrically that depressing in the summer. I need, I need the, Pop music. I need like, like great hip hop music. I need all of that stuff in the summer. I you know windows down jams is what we all look forward to in the summer. Uh, And and you're right. Like wintertime, it's like going back to beer. It's like stout season. You can get a little darker. You can get a little heavier. Get a little fatter. You know whatever you whatever you're uh, feeling a little bit slower. Uh, You know now and then, uh, every once in a while for that. So the great part about winter though, is those wonderful Christmas songs. So there's, there's that to kind of lift, lift your spirits. But yeah, right now, as we kind of get into winter and then further into spring, you kind of have that period of, uh, of hope and more upbeat music. But yeah, those are the, definitely the two swings of the pendulum for me is give me that high, fast paced pop summer type of stuff. And then you can get slower in the winter and then don't forget those, uh, christmas jams and some mariah carey in between
2: (laughs) so maybe this is part of what made me think about this topic but like i find country dan's gonna dan's gonna say well i find this for for country all the time i I find country music especially hard to listen to right now all the time yes all the time (laughs) (laughs) Like country music has a certain vibe to it that like you want to be outside, you want to be able to crack open a beer, you want to be with your friends at like a tailgate or like at at a country concert or something like that. And like to hear some of those songs that you love from that genre, but like now when if the power went out, you still wouldn't go outside. Like Dan was saying, (laughs) like Mm -hmm. it's hard to listen to country music right now for me. Winter, for whatever reason, I gravitate more to, like, hip-hop and, and uh, rap and stuff like that. And then when we get into spring, I feel like I transition into, like, pop-punk is what I listen to most of the time. But, like, really, I'm only listening to that in the spring because it's it's high energy. It's upbeat. It gets me feeling happy. I get excited about summer, all that type of stuff. And then when summer hits, I'm like, everything that we're normally putting into the Sounds of Brunch playlist, like, That's what I want to hear, you know? Summer is, I feel like we're all definitely on the same page for summer.
0: Yeah, it's, dude, it's such a weird thing how your mood changes with the the times. Because, like, man, summer, I I just think about all the songs that I hate when it comes to summertime. And I think it's anything that's, like, wordy. Like, if it's got a lot of lyrics in it, and it doesn't have, like, basically, like, a couple words that you repeat all the time, I barely want to hear it in the summer. Like send me that in the winter. That's when I'm like I'm I'm <laughs> listening to music, I guess. But in the those 3 months in the summer, uh uh-uh. it's just like think about it. Like we said cheerleader over and over again for an entire summer. It's a freaking jam. You know what I mean? Like just
1: song of the summer and there's no such thing as like song of the winter. Like that doesn't <laughs> that doesn't happen. <laughs> Nobody puts that out. No one aims to hit that. Yeah, it's like how many words of moves like Jagger
0: do you know? I know moves like Jagger. And, like, but we jammed that for three months yeah. you know just think about all the songs that we like that are the song of the summer it's because they have like three words sometimes two maybe one sometimes True. that hit with the right beat and it's like that's the song of the summer and i feel like that's just kind of everybody's mood it's like oh get out of here taylor swift with all your fall music
1: like <laughs> that was fall yeah that was very fall that music. later
0: get out of here with your it's, it's july Get out of here with your sad, I don't take showers music. Get out of here with that.
2: <laughs>
0: God. <laughs> All right. Well, boys, let's get to um our next topic here. Uh, Sports. Sports fans. How many – what sports need fans and which ones don't? It's been a weird uh, few months of, like, leagues starting up again. I can't believe – I still can't believe the NBA is, like, back again. The NBA started up so fast again that, like, I'm – I'm not ready for it. I know. I'm just, I'm not ready for it to start back up again. It was like, it was fun all the way till, you know, mid October. And now it's like, we're, we're back in the swing of things again. But anyways, uh, with that being said, uh, which sports have you figured out guys that you think need fans and which ones don't need fans? Uh,
2: So the first thing that stuck out for me with this one is I saw a NASCAR commercial and i was like that sport never needs fans like the, me w- not that i watch that sport but like fans whether they're at that sport or not do, they they provide nothing to it you know what i mean like yeah. it's not like a football you can make some noise basketball makes some noise like maybe you know feel like you're part of the game nascar it's never happening so like that's that's kind of where i started
1: yeah, for me, this has definitely changed from probably when we were getting into the world of sports without fans and sports that I thought needed them the most and sports that I didn't think needed them at all. Like, Chris, for me, like that's baseball. Baseball doesn't need fans. <laughs> it really doesn't. It doesn't really well, we make... We
2: barely have them anyway. So. Yeah,
1: it really doesn't make a difference at all. So for me, baseball's at the back end of that spectrum that that's one that that certainly that certainly doesn't need it
0: yeah um i was with you i the first thing i wrote down was like nascar does not need them at all because they're just not even they're not there you know it's like on the screen it's like it's, it's the it's like a shot of the cars as wide as you can and as close as you can and like you don't even see the people and like over the, the cars just like going around like you can't hear anyone so like. I I guess going to a NASCAR race is fun or something. I'm honestly not sure. I just Seems I don't out. see how their how their viewing experience is really any different than like sitting at home watching it. I don't see how it's any different.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um the one that I thought the one that stood out to me as what like fans mean the most or make the biggest impact was college basketball because i've been watching some college basketball games lately like my team played duke last night 9 p.m at home and the crowd and the atmosphere that would have been there the last time duke came to pit jay-z was sitting courtside okay (laughs) last night they played to an empty arena like Something about the the student sections are normally right there on the floor. Like everything about fans of college basketball seems like it just it just means that much and adds that much more to the atmosphere. That that one stood out to me as like probably I would pick where fans mean the most.
1: Yeah, I had college basketball, and you could even put pro basketball kind of as my number two of where they're definitely the most needed. I surprised myself. I actually put football at one. I, I would have always thought again, before this all began, you don't really need fans in football stadiums. But now that we're watching the NFL playoffs, it's like, uh, yeah, some of these like home team environments and some of these stadiums that are allowing, frankly, way too many people in Kansas city. What the hell are you doing? There's just a party in the lower bowl, but it makes a huge, a huge, huge difference. You know, I, as even as watching the Steelers a couple weeks ago before they got eliminated, they're at a home playoff game. That game could have been held anywhere. It didn't matter. Don't tell me that the fans don't make a difference. And the fact that you can hear everything makes a difference in how the game is being played and what quarterbacks and signals are being said in defense. So that one surprised me that I'd even consider putting football up there. But now that we're into the postseason and really starting to understand, like, are you kidding me with Buffalo? If they had a full stadium, no one's going into Buffalo and winning when Buffalo's in the playoffs. If Kansas City had to host Buffalo this week uh at a, with a full stadium, I know the game's in Kansas City, but if for some reason they had to host Buffalo, no chance Kansas City is going in there. That completely changes uh, the outcome of the game in my opinion. So I was surprised that football may be more so than I thought.
0: yeah, the playoff action is just is is tough. I put college basketball too, Chris. That's what I put as 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 number one because. College basketball isn't a really good product, but everything around college basketball makes it a good product. Like, you know, like the you know, like the zoo in Pittsburgh, like the Cameron Crazies, the, you know, in in Morgantown, you got the, the maniacs or whatever. It's like all of that stuff adds to the element of college basketball, like of, you know, them, you know, the way that somebody fouls out of the game and it's like left. Right, left, right. And like all the student sections are going nuts. And you hear that on TV and you've got, you know, whoever on the call and they're just like, their, their voice is like, cause they're literally sitting basically in the student section. So like their voice is raised up because of how loud it is in this gym that might not be that big. Cause not in college basketball, it's not all arenas. Like a lot of them are just like these small kind of places. And you really miss that. And it's, it's almost, it's hard for me to watch because. It's not good. It's because a lot of the basketball just isn't good. Like, the NBA has a weird thing where, like, there's these big moments and then nothing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I love watching, I'm loving watching the NBA still, but it's just, it's weird when there's just nothing when somebody, when someone has, like, a crazy dunk over, like, three people or somebody hits a buzzer beater and just, like, (sighs) just silent. You know, and they some people are pumping crowd noise in, but there's like rules against that and stuff like that too. It's I don't know. The playoffs are it playoffs in all the sports are weird, but football, yikes! It's like is Baker Mayfield really that comfortable in Pittsburgh, regardless how the game went? Is he that comfortable in Pittsburgh if it isn't for the fact there's no fans? Like I've, I've I know my quarterback, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, is he that comfortable in Kansas City with the you know with a which a with, a with a packed crowd? You know, I'm like. I, it, you you start you just start to start thinking about these things sometimes and, you know, I was just thinking about that a lot where I'm like you know I know how the Steeler game went and the turnovers in the first quarter but I'm like Baker just seemed a little too I know my guy <laughs> and I don't know this seemed way too comfortable in, in in that situation but uh boxing's another one for me too that one it's hard it's hard it's hard to get into it. Boxing, such a big event. It's such big events, and that's what they are. It's like these events that happen every three months or a couple months or whatever, and then no people being there is just whack. Can't do it.
2: Yeah, hmm. yeah. The there was a a moment in last night's game where it was a two point game. There was under a minute left, and Pitt had passed it into the paint, slam dunk to put the game away and like just thinking about what the arena would have done and how the student section would have reacted and all that stuff and as compared to how it was like the dude slammed it screamed to nobody his his teammates flipped out but then he was like oh i got to run back and then it just got silent again and it's just man it's such a buzzkill i'm with yeah, you march, though Fo- football too football needs football needs it football
1: march needs madness it. will be interesting you know obviously you have partial home you know crowds at those games but like the, the teams that just start rooting or fans that just start rooting for underdogs yeah in those moments how are, are they going to be able to like use that momentum within their own four fans that are there or whatever it's gonna be an interesting watch this uh this march yeah
0: wait did they say how they're doing that like because is it just going to be people from indiana there
1: I don't know how they're going to do it. I would assume they're going to allow maybe some family or something like that. But I I haven't heard any details on how many people or who's going to be let in. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah, because that's what I'm wondering. Is it just going to be random people from Indiana that just get tickets? And they're just (laughs) going to be there rooting on Gonzaga? You know what I'm saying? What? That's going to be super weird. Right. Yeah. Uh, Man, I need things to get back to normal. I need it. All needs to get back to normal. It's kind of killing me and then we're gonna have a we're gonna have a super bowl that has um they're talking about just like letting nurses in and stuff like first responders into the game which i'm like i don't know if you guys know this nfl but we kind of need those people right now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, so i don't know but yeah it's uh, it's it's all gonna be bizarre i don't know man sports no fans well guys let's get into what we are listening to this week when it comes to music dan get us started what are you listening to sir
1: olivia rodrigo oh holy shit and now if you don't know who i'm talking about former disney star released her debut single uh a week or two ago and it absolutely just skyrocketed and debuted, I think, at number one on the chart. Kind of, I don't want to say out of nowhere, but it was shocking. it, how was. it, it really did. Um, song driver's license. If you haven't heard the song, you've been living under a rock or you will bury very soon because you'll listen to it on The Sounds of brunch. Uh, but anyways, it became it was huge on TikTok. Uh, Taylor Swift gave the song and in, in her a, a shout out the song broke the record for the most Spotify streams in a single day for a non-holiday song. And then the very next day she broke her own record again. She broke her own record the very next day for most streams in a single day. Uh, the song itself is, it is, it's great. It's, uh, she's, The way that she sings is raw. It's vulnerable. It's very, very real. I think a lot of people relate to the lyrics of a young teenager getting their driver's license for the first time and things like that. But driver's license, Olivia Rodrigo had to put it on there. Great song.
0: Yes, that's a good song. That's a really good song. Shouts to Olivia Rodrigo. I know she listens to this podcast, but I that's she's got another song called All I Want that I think is better than driver's license. But okay, you know, hey, whatever works. Right, (laughs) What are you listening to? Uh,
2: I have a couple. I've mentioned this a while back. I have a couple that I listened to this past week because the Sounds of Brunch sent this music to me. And I said before, you should listen to the Sounds of Brunch not only because of the music that we put in it, but because of the music that it will send you to. Okay. Um, one of these, though, I'm not. I don't think we've had it on the playlist before. Dan's gonna probably get real pissed if we if we have because it's cheat codes. And I know we've had cheat codes on the Twice. playlist. Have we had "Do It All Over" on the playlist before? Yeah, Yes. we have. Yeah, right. that was, We'll put it back on because no. that song's
0: great. <laughs> Hey, like you said to me, Chris,
2: it's not what Dan's listening to. It's what you are listening to. Thank you, Dee. Dee. See, I say a lot of impactful things on this podcast, and I'm glad that you paid attention.
1: <laughs> but if you would just listen to what I'm listening to. <laughs> I'm giving well, you guess, these songs.
2: <laughs> guess what, Dan? We're going to do it all over, and we're going to put it on the playlist.
1: Oh, goodness. It's a good song.
2: It is a good song. <laughs>
1: I love it. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, I'm going with CJ. Uh, whoop-dee. this song is like taken over on, uh, it's number one on SoundCloud. If you've been on SoundCloud, it's been number one for like weeks. Um, it's I, I, dude, I don't know anything about CJ. All I know is this song gets me going. It's kind of got like a UK drill sound to it, but I don't think he's from the UK. All I know is this song sounds incredible. Um, but yeah, whoopty CJ it's, it's my jam right now. I can't stop listening to it.
1: I love it. Okay. Um, the next one I'm going to go with probably would be performing at Chris's inauguration festival Let's based go. on the timeline that he gave. Let's go. Warp tour. AFI. Oh, jeez. Right. Oh, that's right. AFI release new music last week for the first time time since December 2018. And I'll be honest, that music wasn't good. So it probably could be longer (laughs) when you really give out the timeline. Uh, So the song is called Escape from L.A., which I don't agree with lyrically whatsoever. Uh, I want to escape to L.A. right now. But anyways, one of two new songs they released uh, as part of their upcoming album, for 2021 uh it, there's a little bit of electro to it but it's fast moving kind of punk beat uh really really love to hear some nice quality music from AFI again so escape from LA from AFI. Oh, Interesting. Wow. Yeah. AFI.
2: Those are those okay. are some uh those are some weird dudes in that band. Yeah. <laughs> the good music, some of it. Weird weird dudes, but cool. I'm excited to listen to that. I had no idea. Um this second one that I have, I am pretty positive this has not been on our playlist, but our playlist sent it to me and it was a really bizarre song. The song name is Jocelyn by somebody named Olivia O'Brien.
0: <laughs> oh. Okay. Love Olivia O'Brien. She was on the playlist last week.
1: Yeah, she was on it oh, last really? week. He's Two put her on songs. four yeah. or
2: five times. Okay. Then that's why the playlist sent this song to me. Yep. It is r- ridiculous. It's about like a breakup and like the dude cheating on her with someone named Jocelyn. It's pretty mm-hmm. graphic, but it's kind of hilarious. So I wanted to put it on the playlist. <laughs> nice. Olivia O'Brien. Um
0: you literally said what I said last week about Olivia O'Brien <laughs> just now. Yeah. Because she makes breakup songs that are kind of ridiculous, but like really good. She's a really good <laughs> songwriter, like super good songwriter. So, but yeah um this next song uh 24k golden coco he's back he's got the song mood that was huge and still everywhere but he's got another one that telling you once the weather gets a little warm this song's probably gonna show up coco 24k golden and the baby it's this
1: song's freaking great so check it out I like it. I was afraid you were getting into dangerous tour territory there, too. I was like, I'm about to throw my headphones off. <laughs> if we see one more repeat song on here. <laughs> I can see your face. I can see your face. Like, you're like ready to no, lose it. No, you're not going to do this.
0: <laughs> but no, Coco is great. It'll be stu- I'm telling you, another song, it's got like, it's got a four-word chorus that I'm telling you will be stuck in your head and you will be singing it. I love it.
1: Uh, My last one is going to be from a band called Nightly out of Nashville and their song, The Car. Uh, It's off their debut album that actually came out towards the end of last year. Uh, Just started getting into these guys, kind of electro indie pop. Uh, At times, this track in particular borders on an EDM track. The chorus kind of gives you that feel where you you could easily be confused that you're in the middle of a an EDM song, but they kind of, kind of go back and forth uh, between it, but it's a really, really great song. It's catchy. It's short. Uh, it's really, really solid. And a little backstory behind the name nightly uh, their original idea for their band name was night comma, love you, which is actually the name of the album night. Love you. And they didn't want to go quite in that direction. They were thought about it. And so nightly is actually the word night. And then the L Y um, is love you. And that's get you
2: um, nightly. So
1: fun facts with nightly, the car last one to round it out for me on the playlist this week.
2: Clever. That Got is it. clever. Dan.
1: Clever.
2: Uh, there's always one name, at least one name. Gotta be one. <laughs> uh, you know what? For my retro replacement, I had a song in mind, and then Dee, Dee said, All the Above, and so I'm changing it. Oh. All the Above. Put it on the playlist, because I love that song, too. And I oh. haven't heard it in a really long time.
0: There, that's... Good Audible. That's a good one. I, I love that song so much. Oh, gosh. All right. Uh, my My last one this week is A Song I Hated at the beginning of whenever it came out. I think it came out. It may come out in the summer. Maybe that's why I hated it. Maybe it came out in the fall. But uh, it's J.P. Sachs, Julia Michaels, If the World Was Ending. I hate did that song. Hated that song. Now all of a sudden, and I think it's because of my mood and the way this is. This whole pandemic has not ended, I'm, has not been over yet. Now I understand that song. Because like the whole song is, If the World Was Ending, You'd Come Over, right? And it's him talking to a girl. And, like, they'd stay the night, and the world's ending, they spend that last night together. And I'm just like, man, this song hits different now. You know? Hits different. Now I'm just like, god damn it. Like, I get where he was. He must have been in a really deep, dark place at that time. And I hope whatever girl or guy or whatever they're speaking to, I hope it all, you know, hope it all works out. Because, man, if the world was ending. It's a beautiful song. I freaking hate it. Hated that
1: song. Yeah, I'm gonna have to get that one another chance. I think I would. I did
0: not like that song, but as the this has gone on, it's like all of a sudden you're like, shit. Okay. That's a good song. (laughs) 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 Well, boys, that's what we are listening to. And we have one more topic to get to, and I left this at the end because one of our lives could change for the next episode. The Powerball and Mega Millions are sitting at Powerball 730 million. Mega Millions 970. As we're recording this, they're about to draw the uh Powerball Mega Millions on Friday that will be for 970 million. So, need to know guys, first purchase when you when one of us win one of these this week.
1: First purchase. This was tough because you know, do you go with the large purchase like a sports team or a business or do you go with the smaller purchases and being in the time that we're in the first purchase that I'm making is an airplane a private airplane because I can't make my sec- my, my second purchase without an airplane and that's a house in Los Angeles where I will live semi permanently so the plane first to get me to LA to buy that house in that order.
2: I don't know if you heard, but if if that's gonna be your semi-permanent residence, you also probably should buy some of the Moderna vaccine because you do not want to get it and have to go to the hospital in LA right now. That should probably <laughs> yeah, be no.
0: <laughs> Chris, what's your first purchase?
2: Um so have you guys ever seen that? You probably have. It's like, I think it's a commercial that runs during football season or during football games a lot where it's like an insurance thing for like you get, you pay for the amount of mileage that you drive. And it's this guy that like, he puts like the tea kettle oh, on yeah. the, and then he like drives around yeah. the tiny Island. And I've watched that and I've thought like, you, he, you're not getting COVID on that island. I want to buy that island. And then I can go outside and I can do whatever I want. And I don't have to be scared of people because it's my island. That's what I want. I want to buy my own island. Wow.
0: Hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Wow. That's
1: Are you going to come back when this is all over? I'll come be back like for football. For from- football <laughs> I'll come back for football. I mean, he's team. got...
2: he's going we're already not seeing
1: each other and you're going to like permanently isolate yourself. And you're like, this is it. <laughs> I love the island um, idea, though. Uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> I, uh, I, I honestly thought before Chris said he was gonna buy his own island. uh First thing I thought was, I'm gonna buy the vaccine for all my family and friends. I'm gonna find the black market for the vaccine because listen, I just hit Mega Millions for 970 million. I'm rich now. <laughs> I'm going to buy the vaccine for all of my friends and family. But now I'm like okay maybe not maybe not gonna do that I'm gonna do something a little more selfish and i'm going to buy like an entire in a huge plot of land in palm springs and put like f- five houses on it
2: yeah
0: like that's what i'm going to do put five houses on it and just that will be where i quarantine that will off. be my fortress yeah yes we will have a staff of all the things, everyone will be tested, everyone will live on the property, and we will just have our own place. And to Dan's question again, will we leave it when it's all over? Maybe not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that one, yeah. That one, I get it. Maybe not. We'll be surrounded by some other people, so I feel a little bit more comfortable staying there.
0: That's what I mean. I'm going to be like, guys, just get out here. I'll send the jet. You bring the people out, and we're all just there. Well, it.
2: if we combine all of our stuff, that that's a perfect plan, right? If Dan yeah. buys the plane, I have the plane, yeah. Mm. You build your fortress, I buy my island, we're all tested because Dee, Dee bought the COVID vaccine. We can all hang out together as much as we want. Wow. One has anybody has anybody played?
1: <laughs> has anyone bought a ticket? <laughs> well, that was my next question was how high does it have to get before you guys like actually do you do you play? And if you do like what's the amount where you start to go okay maybe we just buy a couple of tickets for for shits and giggles or whatever. I haven't yet but I am absolutely playing for this Friday.
0: Oh, I bought Mega Millions last I bought Mega Millions the other night on Monday night when I was at the grocery store cuz once they get up to close you got to get up to close to a billion dollars and then I'm all in.
2: When I there's a huge billboard along the highway right before I get off the exit here in Pittsburgh. And it says what it's at. Once it gets to 500 million, I I tell my wife it's, it's time. It's time. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's my number two is about 500 million. Once you get up
1: to that range, it's like, okay, maybe, uh, maybe it's time to, to go grab a couple of these. And now that they're both this high, it's absolutely, absolutely insane. Um, We can only hope, to get so lucky. Like I know some people, good friend of the program, Brendan over at his, uh, legend status podcast. He used to play scrap, these scratch off lottery tickets all the time. And I think they're like the huge, the biggest waste of money. And the dude would win like 300 and $400. Like it was nobody's business just left and right. Like it doesn't need to be $500 million for some people. Some people play (laughs) for no matter what, but yeah, this is kind of at that level where it's okay. Time to start taking this thing seriously. And, uh, Throw a, throw a couple bucks this way. It's it's fun. It's fun even when you don't even if you don't win. It's uh it's fun to have the chance and have these thoughts like well, what would be the first thing? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I but man, yeah, once it gets past it's it's so funny to be for us to say that too. It's like, yeah, I can't spend the I can't spend the three seconds. To buy lottery to $300 Three hundred million. $300 million? That's what do I need that you know for? The taxes
1: on that are? Come on. Gosh,
0: but yeah, one of our lives can change next week by the time this this ends. And with our future predictions, we were kind of dead on last week. So I hate to say because Dan Dan killed a guy.
2: Yeah, I'm but now Dan has inside information. I'm convinced that like the way Dan delivered that last week, he was like, I hate to say it. Somebody's gonna die. Like celebrity that, that that confident. And then the next day somebody dies. Like Dan, I don't. I, yeah, I'm actually. You know, six miles might not be far enough between our houses. That's why I mean. you went your island. <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I Dan, Dan, I think might be looped in with some people. Some people. You'll still be
1: able to find the sounds of brunch on your island. It'll be fine. You'll we'll, we'll stay keep you in the loop. <laughs> you gonna track me like- via the playlist, Dan? Is that what you're gonna do? <laughs>
2: yeah i know died. i just had
1: that weird bad feeling and all of a sudden it happens I, I don't feel good about it i don't
0: yeah somebody died i said something crazy in the nba was gonna happen james harden got traded to the nets now the whole league is like flipped upside down what did you say chris i, I can't remember well
1: riveting
2: because i feel like yours was close too i feel like yours was close too i'm trying like, to like yeah i don't remember what he can't remember what you said. That's shocking but, that I said something that wasn't memorable. <laughs> it's not, but that's not very like, unlike me.
0: But I feel like all of our predictions this week are just that um, one of us is going to win Powerball. We're speaking into existence. Powerball or Mega Millions, one of us are winning.
2: That's great. Yeah, Dan, can you say that with some co- confidence? Yes,
0: please say that with confidence. Go ahead. Yes. yours.
2: One of the three of us will
1: win the Mega Millions or Powerball jackpot this week.
2: One of the three. And if Dede wins it, will he donate money to build a new pit stadium? Say that.
1: <laughs> no, he'll be the first. He'll be the most likely I to blow will buy it out. the land. He'll he'll I be the will, most.
0: I will buy just enough land where they think they're gonna put pit stadium, just so they have to pay me a bunch of money to build the stadium. I'm just gonna Ooh. buy just enough.
1: Land flipping. So they
0: have to pay me. And it's gonna be a big thing. It's gonna be like WVU graduates stops is is holding up Pit Stadium. <laughs>
1: Land flipping. And, it's a good investment.
0: And that's what's going to happen. That's what I will do. Now that you put that in my head. Thank you, Chris. Thank you so much.
2: <laughs> Did not see that coming. <laughs> I hope you win. Chris. <laughs> Big win for me. <laughs> Well, boys,
0: this has been fun, man. Uh, brunch Breakdown next week. Uh, we'll be back. Uh, same brunch time, same brunch channel on Tuesday. Um, I missed the, I messed up some things with something that I'll talk about next week on the Brunch Breakdown. So until then, make sure you hit us up on all of the Brunch Breakdown channels, Instagram, Facebook, everything. Possibly TikTok this week. As soon as we get some time, we'll get that on and everything else. So uh, make sure you check us out at Brunch Breakdown everywhere. We're out of here. Peace.